Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I am your host, Diana Tucker. We're going to have an awesome and blessed podcast today. But before we get started, I would like to thank God for his grace, guidance, and mercy. And I believe that he is the one true living God. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in and spending time to listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. I pray and I hope that this podcast will be a blessing to you like it's a blessing to me because we are all a work in progress. So let us get ready to receive the message that God has in store for us today. And again, welcome to the Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Tucker. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are now in a new month, the month of August. I pray that God has continued to keep blessing you in the ministry that he called you to do. And anything that we have our hands on, anything that we are doing, let's do it unto the Lord. Amen. So today our scripture reading is coming from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 to 12. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 to 12, and I will be reading from the New King James Version. It says, Yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into the world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, and some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. But you, Timothy... Are a man of God. So run from all these evil things, pursue righteousness and a godly life, along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight for the true faith, hold tightly to the eternal life to which God has called you, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. So Paul was writing Timothy this letter to encourage him to become stronger in the word of God and to trust God in all circumstances. So he's he's teaching him to learn how to be content in all circumstances. And that's one of the things that Paul has been preaching throughout his whole ministry is that Regardless of what we're going through, there's a one, there's a reason behind it. But two, we need to learn to be content because as we go through trials and tribulations is making us stronger as we win souls for the kingdom of God. So let's look up that word content. So I looked it up. And the definition of the word content is being in a state of peaceful happiness. Peaceful happiness. That means that you're just at peace whatever state you're in. 
And I think, you know, we all go through that in life. I know I went through it when I was in my early 20s, you know, when I didn't have anything. And and when God, do, you know, did bless me, and I was happy, of course. But I guess from, you know, being raised up in a situation to where you had to appreciate the little things you have. And when God has blessed you with more, you appreciate it even more. But some people feel like they got to keep having, they deserve it. Yeah, we all deserve good things. That's that's what we want. We all deserve and feel like we need all these good things. But then we fall into the trap of materialism. And you do not want to be materialistic. Um, you know, you know, my husband, he teased me. He said, you have more uniforms than clothes. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a nurse. I want to make sure I have enough uniforms, you know, for a couple of weeks, you know. But, you know, I got clothes, but I never went one of those type of women that had to go shopping for a lot of clothes. I was content with what I had. I don't have heels. You know, I have like flats, of course, you know, because I don't like wearing heels anymore because, you know, I'm older. And, I, you know, my ankles are weak <laughs> from me always falling. But I'm content with that. And that's how God is, is that when certain things happen, are you going to truly be content with it? So let me ask you this question. Are you enjoying the life that God has given you right now? Are you truly enjoying the life that God has given you right now? Like right, right now. Are you truly happy? So if we are truly honest with ourselves, some of us may say no. Some of us may even go as far as says we're not there yet where I need to be. But we know that since we are children of God, where we are where we are right now is where we're supposed to be. I don't know where I'm supposed to be at. Only God knows. So whatever life, time frame, year, date, second that God has me, and that's where I'm supposed to be right there. So when you think about this, when you're going through things, do we ask God to give us strength to endure it? Through the struggles, do we ask God to give us strength to endure it? Give us the strength to endure whatever you're going through. Do you actually pray and ask God to give you strength? Something to think about. Because if we go to Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 to verse 13, this is what Paul says. And I'm reading the New Living Translation. He says, not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. And then we all, we're all familiar with this verse, verse 13. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Paul said in verse 12 that the secret of living in every situation is through Christ. Living with Christ in your life 
will teach you how to be content. Even Job, when he realized that after the death of his children and the loss of his possessions, he realized that it was God that gave all that to him. It wasn't on his own strength. It was God. And if you go to Job chapter 1, verse 21, and I'm reading the New Living Translation, he says, I came naked from my mother's womb, and I will be naked when I leave. The Lord gave me what I had, and the Lord has taken it away. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. He, all that he was going through at that moment, losing his children, losing all, all of his possessions, and he wound up getting boils or a skin condition, he still said, praise the name of the Lord. He, he knows how to be content. And even King Solomon, he said the same exact thing in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 15. He said, we all come to the end of our lives as naked and empty-handed, as on the day we were born, we can't take our riches with us. So are, are we starting to see a trend here? In the Old Testament, you know, they're, they're saying you come in with nothing, you leave with nothing. There's a trend. And that's why, that's why Paul is telling us and telling Timothy, be content. Because there's going to be more that you're going to be enduring. As, as long as you're a, you're a child of God and you're trying to do God's work and you're trying to win souls for the kingdom and you're trying to be obedient and you're staying faithful to the word and you're going forth and sharing the gospel, you're going to go through trials. Even if God bless your ministry financially, you could get caught up with greed. Because Satan will make it look so sweet and nice how your ministry is booming financially and you will get caught up with greed. But we got to remember why God has blessed the ministry financially and that is to bless others. If you tell God, God, I want my ministry to be a blessing for others, you know, I will, you know, I will like us to have, you know, a windfall of donations so we could help this one community out or go to this nursing home and make sure that the patients get all their needs met with the toiletries that they need or, we'll, you know, like with, with my ministry, donate backpacks like we did last year and, you know, come up with things that you could do for the community. God will bless you. But if you but if you are asking people to give you money to put it in your pocket, this is what happens to your gold and silver. So your gold and silver will corrode. In James chapter 5, verse 3, New Living Trans Translation, it says, your gold and silver are corroded. The very wealth you are counting on will eat away your flesh like fire. This corroded treasure you have hoarded will testify against you on your judgment day. God is not blessing ministries for the pastor, the minister, the evangelist to get rich. 
He is blessing the ministry so they could be a blessing to the community. Jesus even said in the book of, of Mark how the poor is going to always be among us. And he was telling you know, his disciples, I won't be among you, but the poor is going to always be among you. Because they were arguing about the, um, the oil that that woman uh, used that poured, uh, that perfume oil that she poured on, on Christ. And that's true. The poor is going to always be among us. But when we bless them to ease that, you know, even though if it's temporarily, to ease that discomfort by blessing them financially, again, we're being a blessing. And we're helping people to seek the kingdom of God even more by showing them God's grace and mercy. So I'm going to say it again, that God wants us to be content. If not, we will fall into temptation, into temptation, excuse me. We will fall into traps and it will lead to destruction. And if you're not content, that means you're coveting. That means that you're yearning to possess something that's not even yours. And like in Psalms 142, verse 2, in the New Living Translation says, I poured out my complaints before him and tell him all my problems. God knows your financial problems. God knows that, you know, you need a new car. He knows that you need a, a better living environment if you're in an area which is not safe. He, he hears and he sees all that. But he will bless you on his time. Because sometimes when we're in that situation, it brings us closer to God. It makes us pray even harder. And it makes us uh, go deeper into the word of God and, and search out his promises that he has for us. He hears your prayers. But God wants you to grow spiritually. And the only way that we could grow spiritually is by trusting his word and his promises, like I said earlier. God does not want us to become extremely greedy. And that happens a lot. God give us a little bit, we want more. We want more. That's not enough, God. I need more. Jesus said in Luke chapter 12, verse 15, Luke chapter 12, verse 15, New King, uh, I'm sorry, New Living Translation, it says, Then he said, Beware, guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. Well, I mean, Jesus, he was a carpenter when he was working. But his main purpose was to go out and share the word of God and win souls and to heal. And he wasn't just healing people physically. And mentally, emotionally, he was, he was more about their spiritual health that he was so concerned about. So Jesus said, take heed, you know, be, you know, be aware of what's going on. And our life is not just about material gain. We should be living a life that is pleasing to God. So how can we please him? Like I said earlier, we could study the word of God, stay in prayer, fellowship with one another, and most importantly, win souls for the kingdom. 
That is what pleases God. Not how much you own, not how much money you got in the bank. God don't care about that. He cares about your soul. He cares about you being his children. He cares about you sharing the word of God with one another. That's what he's that what he cares about right now. When we are content, we are staying in the will of God. And according to verse 11 and 12, we will be pursuing righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. Now, doesn't this sound like the fruit of the Spirit? Think about it. It does. And you can find that in Galatians chapter 5, verses uh, 22 and 23. So, friends... When we are content, again, we are showing God that we appreciate all that he has done for us. And not only that, peddling back to verse 12, we're going to continue to fight the good fight of faith so that others can experience, again, God's grace and his mercy, Christ's gift of salvation, and to be a true soldier for the Lord. We have to look at this battle. We have to look at this battle. And we got to learn how to weather the storms that comes in our lives. Pray that you get rid of the greed in your life, coveting one another. Pray that God would would deliver you from that and just learn to appreciate what God has given you. You have to remember you are more than conquerors. But as long as you are a true soldier of the Lord, you will have the armor of God. And you can and will endure. Because all you have to do, like what Paul said, is go to Christ for strength. That is the secret of learning of how to live a content life. To have this contentment in your life is having Christ. And you will be blessed. So stay content. Say, it's like a tongue twist. It's like a tongue twister. Stay content, saints, in all you do for the Lord. Stay content. God is watching. So as always, reread the scriptures for yourself so that you may get an understanding of what God is trying to tell you. And take care, everyone. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I pray that you was blessed with the message. And if you have enjoyed the message and would like updates of new episodes, please subscribe and share with others. You can also leave us a message on the link that is posted on the podcast page. And you can follow us on our website, www.vbministry.com, www.vbministry.com. You can get updates of our Bible studies, request prayer, and if you would like to contact us. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the podcast. May God bless you in every aspect of your life. Take care.